three, two, one. Sober in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. Welcome back to another episode of Sober in the States. It pains me to say it that Messi has won his first trophy in America. But whoa, spoiler alert. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But to drown my sorrows, okay, the MLS is back and it's good to go. And oddly enough, a hurricane. Ruined lives in SO5. And guess what? It wasn't Florida's fault. But Chris, the MLS card guy, with me as always. What's up? What's up, man? What's I up? didn't even know they could have hurricanes on the West Coast. I didn't think that was a thing. Yeah, so they do sometimes. I thought they were like typhoons, but like maybe not. Maybe that's like yeah. even more out there in the Pacific. Uh, but yeah, apparently, I don't know the exact data, but it's been like, since like the 1960s or something like that that a hurricane hit over there so uh yeah yeah even though uh nobody's talking about it but there's like four storms barreling in the atlantic like heading this way that like are maybe gonna turn into hurricanes there's like four of them just chilling out there and i'm like okay it's like that's cool yeah. no one cares about that because <laughs> that happens all the time they're like i thought florida got hit by a hurricane every other week i was like yeah dude yeah aren't you guys isn't that just normal weather Yes, it's literally it's just it's just rainy season. That's yeah. all it is. It just meshes together. But uh, it's yeah. it's it's been interesting. But uh, yeah, dude, I hate I hate that uh I have to uh, we have to talk about it. And uh, yeah, Messi uh Messi won the uh least cup final. Was it a fix, Chris? Was it was it was it always in the cards? Were the scriptwriters planning this all along? Um, no, it wasn't. Um. I think the guy is just that good, you know, like, and it, 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 let's be honest, right. It's a team sport. It's 11 on 11. It's not just Messi That's there. Right. Like they just brought in Busquets and Alba as well. Like that's like a third of the team from the 2014 Barcelona team. That was just like absolutely ridiculous. That just killed everybody. Uh, and yes, they've lost a step, but they're still really, really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're just, they're just steamrolling people. I mean, I well, hold on. Whoa. They're steamrolling people, but they also have like three draws. Right. So let's not overreact and say, hey, this is the greatest team of all time ever in any competition of, of any sport. Um, because it's been close. I mean, 10 to 9 in a PK is, is I mean, let's just chop that trophy in half and give give one half to each team, you know? Like no. that was that's about as close to a tie as you can get. And I think that's the coolest thing about this final because it could have easily been Messi comes out, scores in the first, you know, five minutes, and all of a sudden Nashville gets caught chasing the game like everybody else has in this League Cup run. And it's just a means to the end because, like you said, you have Biscuits, you have Jordi Alba, and you have Messi. And all of a sudden, like, no matter what you do, if you overload one or the other or double, like, one of them is going to get open. And no matter what, they're threatening from everywhere else and we said it last week it's like if you take Messi out whatever because somebody else is just gonna do it and in this game like you said it was just so close such an even tie Nashville came out to play and like one could even say that Nashville was the better team throughout mo most of the entirety of this game but you get 
a loose ball that falls right to Messi's feet outside of the box. And Messi only needs one chance. He only needs one shot. He only yeah. needs one moment. That was completely, co- completely covered. Dax was there. Oh, yeah. You know, it yep. bounced off of Zimmerman's foot like they were there. Like they literally did whatever they could. And if mm-hmm. there's there's a beautiful, beautiful shot of the goal from behind the net. And just you see the way that he just squeezes that ball in the most minuscule, like little spot. It's like threading a needle just in. Uh, it's it's messy. What are you going to do? Is Miami maybe that great? I don't know. But they have Messi, And if, as long as he's playing. What are you going to do? You're going to start him in your uh, MLS Cup common competition is what you're going to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's that's the answer is uh, get that man, uh, get that man in common and, and play him in the uh, Sower in the States challenge. It, it's yeah. No. Yeah. If you don't have Messi in there, uh, you're you are in a lot of trouble. You, you are losing. Yeah. But hey, who knows? I mean, League's Cup's over. They got Open Cup this week, this coming Wednesday. That's true. And then they have a big old crunch to the end of the season where they have to win all these games to make the playoff. Do you think there is a world where Messi just gets fatigued and like the team gets fatigued because they just went on this crazy run, right? The honeymoon phase could last through Open Cup if they even go for that, right? You know, they have decisions to make, but will they beat Cincinnati is a different question because Cincinnati is the best team in this league. And yeah, they, they beat some teams and tied some teams and what have you. It's going to be hard for Cincinnati to beat them, but Cincinnati's at home. They've only drawn one game at home. I believe this season, like this team's real good. Uh, yeah. So but... yeah, I know it's messy and I know they have a bunch of talent. Um, but even if they try, it's not just, a guarantee that they win that game. Uh, I don't even know if they're the favorite, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a little wild. Um, so for everyone watching on YouTube, we're gonna do something really cool. Um, I'm gonna share my screen because I just, I just, I literally just saw this happen on my screen live, and I was like blown away. What, um, what I we're, we're gonna put this up here. If you search yep. League up on Google, watch uh, this. Pink freaking fireworks come up on. Wow. Whoa. I've never seen that in my life. Messy mania is Shout out Google. here. Yo. Soccer mania is here. The fa- oh, 100%. Google's on board. I'm on board, man. Like, I'm here. I'm here for this. A thousand percent. Like, that's crazy to me. I've never seen anything like this. I hate, I hate this. I hate it. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, Look, man, all, all biases aside, I think it's incredible for the league. It, it really is. It's having everybody watch, you know, when that final was going on, you just everybody was watching. All eyes were locked on this league, and they got a good game. Like, don't get it twisted. Yes, we're going to talk about Messi. Yes, he's the GOAT, blah, 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 whatever. But Nashville came out and literally showed up. It wasn't in a game where everyone went, ooh, the MLS, ooh, the quality ball. Like, it was a game. Mm-hmm. and it just it like you said there was this game did not prove anything they went toe to toe it was even to even it came down to goalkeepers poor pinocchio poor pinocchio stood on his head made some saves got him to that point and just could not convert on drake calendar it did such an awful way to go out man i feel That's so I feel, dude i feel so <laughs> bad for him because it's really just awful 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 way to go out but they went out with their heads held high so shout do you out. think 
do you think Sower should change the scoring matrix to where if you score the winning PK in a knockout, in a in a penalty shootout, in a knockout, that's a decisive? Because mm. it literally is decisive. You know? Mm. But then, no, because then they would probably have to score the rest of the, some somehow score. Like... No, just the winning one. You could give like maybe like plus five or something if you make okay. PK and, I'd be and down minus for that. 10. Maybe like not a something like that. Like I feel like you should score penalty shootouts, you know? Because like it doesn't Maybe. happen that much. Okay. It's it's always a knockout game. FA Cup isn't scored, so it's not like it's not like you're gonna have these like every single week. You're really talking about like Champions League, World Cup, League's Cup. That's pretty much it, you know. I guess well, pretty much any international tournament. Um, but it's not like we see penalty shootouts all the time. And I feel like it'd be cool if you like were invested as a fan in like, hey, Drake Calendar, save a freaking PK and you get plus three. You know? You get like five chances to attack on a few more points. It just it just messes everything up. And it just it's just it's just too much. Like like look at it early in League's Cup when I think Vancouver and who went like nineteen rounds. Like come on, that is so broken. That is so broken. Like, yeah, it would be awesome if you had them. But it's That'd just, be sick. It's game it's game breaking. It's game-breaking. I mean what do you like Okay. Realistically, okay, well, if, you, if you got plus five for making a penalty, it's an extra 10 points if it goes to 19 rounds, you know? Like, you're only taking one every 11 kicks. It's not like you take two PKs in a shootout Yeah, but ever. Five, five points isn't nothing in this over matrix, though. Like, that's, no, it's not. That's a lot. That gives you something to root for. Like, especially if you have, like, a team that's going to PKs, you want your guy to take the penalty. Like, you want one of the top five guys on that team. Whereas just having like five Bayern Munich players, like not all of them are going to take PKs, you know? Okay. All right. All right. Well, well here's this. I mean, right. it really doesn't matter because it doesn't happen that much. But. I know. Okay. Well, but here's this. Okay. You know, before we wrap up the whole Lee's Cup talks, it's officially over. I saw a lot of chatter because, again, at the whole world was watching this final. Why not just get rid of extra time completely? Yeah. And just go straight to pens for everything. Like, 100%. cut it out. Just. Forget it. We don't need it. We don't need 30 extra minutes. Just straight to PK, straight drama, yeah. straight scenes. Would you be down with that? Like, screw it. Let's just drama all the way. Drama. Do you know how much more fun the Champions League would be if they just like, you know what? There's no away goals. You can't tie. You can't go to extra time. If you're level on goals after 180 minutes, you're going to PKs. Let's go. Let's you know how, how much that would change the second leg of those games? Like, from the 75th to the 90th minute, it would completely change like who's trying to sit in, who's trying to defend, who's trying to score goals. Like It completely changes everything. And probably both teams are trying to score goals because there are very few teams that actually want to go to PKs. Yeah, because at, so at that point, it's 50-50 chance. Win, 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 win. Win for everybody. More attacking football during the game. Plus, if they actually can't score, you're in PKs. There you go. We're we're in it for Unless the drama. You're a fan of the team, and then you hate it. Well, yeah, that's true. No, trust me. I gotta say, I've been in the stadium for some crazy penalty kicks. Okay, I've seen like some a things. goalkeeper getting sent off, like a goalkeeper <laughs> sent off, the running of the wall against NYCFC in the Open Cup a couple years back. Like, I've seen some stuff. I was there for the Houston and Leaks Cup. Like, it's dude, it's it's intense. I don't think my heart could take it. As as the season it's ticket exactly holder, why we should do it. My heart exactly is... why we should do it. But yes, you just made my point for me. 
hundred percent. Just drama, the heart pounding moments, the silence before the kick, Ugh. drama scenes. There you go. There you have it. But let's just wrap it up. I'm so tired of talking to Messi because they won the League Cup. They didn't play this weekend. MLS is back. Tired of it. Before we go it off, let's put the nightcap on the League's Cup. Was it a success? And are you excited for League's Cup 2024? Yes, I think. You think? I mean, I don't really love... I, I don't love it from a sober perspective, right? Yes. Sucks. Prime months for MLS, and I felt like I couldn't pick a lineup that was actually going to start. That you were confident Um Because you could never see what the coaches want to do with rotations and stuff like that. Um, from a fan perspective, outside of Silver Air, loved it. Want to see it again. Absolutely. Yep. There were, I think I, I just counted this, so I might be wrong, but I think there were 13 penalty shootouts in the knockout round. Holy 13. Smoke. Like, plus the final. Like, that, oh, that's Drama. it. Drama. I live for penalties. I literally just go on FIFA and just play penalty shootouts. <laughs> that's you it. You even just... need the game. No. Yeah. Why not? Penalty Simulator 2024. It's just that's it. On that way, you know? But yeah, loved it. Okay. I. I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, look for so rare. I think it messed things up. So five wise, the market. I think it killed it. I think it kind of shook things up a little bit. It's going to be interesting where it goes from here into the end of the season, uh, with everything going on and all the changes that so is making. So, uh, definitely made for some interesting times, and uh, it'll be kind of fun to figure out what is going to happen with the market that, and then kind of anticipation for next summer as well. So, uh. Yeah, League's Cup was great. It was a lot of fun. The Liga MX versus MLS matches were a lot of fun, a lot of drama, a lot of fights, a lot of red cards, a lot of penalty kicks. 2024, let's run it back because it was incredibly fun. But the MLS is back. Chris, did you finally watch some football? I don't know what MLS is, um, but I watched a couple soccer teams play games against each other for the first time. and forever actually that's not true because i watch a soccer team every weekend it's just not an mls team um but i did watch a half of two different games Ooh! so i have actual thoughts of things all right and opinions so where are we going and first take us away so i watched hell is real because i'm in pittsburgh which is pretty close to columbus it's like three hours right, since right. he's like five I'm, you know, it's it's the closest like local rivalry, um, and wow, wow, Columbus is good. <laughs> wow, they're really, <laughs> really good. Like you beat Cincinnati three nothing, uh, and it wasn't even really that close. At least in the first half that I watched, Columbus was all over them, and that's without Lucas Elrayon, which is impressive, and re- without Diego Rossi, which is. Also impressive. I don't know if he came in in the second half. He did. He did. Um, he finally subbed in. He made his debut. He did make cool, his debut. 32 minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, my goodness. Columbus, Wilfred Nancy, by the way, phenomenal coach. He, at some point, will be the coach of like a, a top six team or like somebody big. You know, like he is just fantastic. He has these guys balling. Aiden Morris's goal was incredible. Oof. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Columbus went from a team that was questionable 
to all of a sudden just a powerhouse. And I think a lot of it does have to do with Nance having the time to set this team together. And it's almost one of those things where, like, you would think that losing Zellerion, you'd be like, okay, well, Columbus is done for for the season. Like, they're going to go rebuild. But they brought in Gressel. They bought in Diego Rossi. Cucho Hernandez is ridiculous. Nagby is having a great year. Aiden Morris stepped it up this year. This team, not only that, but they play such pretty soccer. Like, they, mm. it's fast. It's dynamic. Like, it is. And they it, have the ball the whole time. Yeah. It's incredible. And just their ball movement is so quick. Like, dude, they tore the Cincy team apart, who is running yeah. away with the supporter shield. This team is not bad. They, yeah. and like, do you think part of it might have been uh, having a kind of little long break off and uh, maybe not so ready for mm. this game? Or do you think Columbus was just like, man, we're just they just came out to win? Since he had their two best defenders not playing, right, which did make a difference, right? Yeah. Miazga and uh, Mascara both both not there. Um, and they're also trying to kind of integrate the Bupenza guy, right? Uh, who actually was was pretty good, and he he had some runs where he was open. They just didn't find him. Um, so I don't think like all is lost for Cincinnati or anything like that. I still think we're, they're one of the best teams. Um, I just Columbus just got them. Like they just had a better <laughs> day, and they just like tore them apart. Uh, which kind of tells you what this team can be. Like I feel like Columbus at their peak can beat anybody like this team. If they, if they were to go and win MLS cup, I would not be surprised in the least. Like they are easily one of the most talented teams in the league. We just have to see it from them consistently. And Cincinnati's had that consistency, which is what's been, you know, different. Um, so yeah, I, I think these two teams will probably see each other again when we get to knockouts. Um, and I think that will be a very entertaining game to watch because I Dude. also think it'll be played in Cincinnati, which good luck, man. That is. They're so fun to watch. It's it's one of those teams where like almost like almost more like a Minnesota during the lease cover. They're just they're so fun to watch. And there's just so many players looks this... completely unstoppable, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, even even a it's few like months there's back, nothing you can do like watching the Orlando game. Dude, they tore us apart. Like they just constantly in your half, pressing the ball, going out wide, crossing balls, second balls. Like they are just in your face. They just, oh, dude. Columbus might be one of the favorites going into, you know, the postseason. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. If if they get into that, and Wilfred Nance is probably not going to be in MLS for a long time. Just saying. But- Literally came up from Montreal's, I don't know if it was like Youth Academy or B Team or something like. He just been at Montreal for like two decades, right? And Thierry and Lurie left, and they were like, "Well, we got nobody else. Go for it." And then they were like, "Great!" <laughs> like Georgie Mihailovic did his whole thing, and people were like, "Oh my god, this dude, he can coach." Yeah, and Columbus grabbed him and gave him actual players, and yeah, they're they're dangerous. They're very dangerous. Are you scared sitting one point above old Columbus for that home playoff spot? Uh yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't deny that, man. <laughs> and and Rossi isn't even integrated into this team. And we yeah. saw what he could do for LAFC. Vela was out a lot of that season, and Rossi was the one that stepped up. And we know what he can do in this league. He's used to the league, so it's just a matter of him integrating into the system. Hell is real and it is yellow. But do not discredit Boy, Cincinnati. They before, are also a really good team. Before we move on from 
Diego Rossi. Yes. Uh, that is my all-time worst sower purchase. Oh, no. I paid 0.87 ETH for him. <laughs> and I started. And he's worth, like, what, 0.1 now? I mean, I sold him a long time ago at 0.226. So I'm not even, not even, didn't even hold to the bottom. Um, but, yeah. I was like, this dude, because I'd watched Diego Rossi for, like, two years at LAFC. Right. I was like, this dude is, like, the MVP of the league. I want that card. Like, I never, ever made a purchase that big. And I was like, I don't care how much it costs. I have to have him. And then he, like, transferred out immediately. And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, cool. Yeah, the, if, he could, if he could get these scores again, like, he can Oh man. He can this smash. Legit. He He has the talent to be the best player in MLS. No, not even close. Like I can show you my the uh the graph of me me making purchases and uh and uh Ooh. selling. Yeah. Yeah. You tried was, to try to buy him on the way fun. down. You thought you thought you thought you were thought you were buying Oh, I bottom. was like yo, like these two these guys, man, I'm I'm getting a steal right here. <laughs> and I <laughs> did not get a steal. That was not what was happening at all. Uh, yeah, he just left like immediately after this. He left it like here, I think, and just continued to plumb. And I was like, "Well, well, he wasn't okay. covered, right?" I think it's what it was. Um, I think he was covered. Oh, really? But he wasn't playing mm. or something at Fenerbahce, mm. something like that. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, but like, yeah, he his value like significantly dropped. So here's the question: Are you going to buy oh. another one? I might. I, might. I, I legitimately <laughs> might. I buy one now at point one and hold till it gets back to point eight and go even. Oh, there you Diego go. Diego Rossi hey. for my lifetime. Um, yeah, I might have to. <laughs> when in He's doubt, so when in a hole, just dig yourself out. Like these prices are absurd. Absurd for a play, for you. a player that can score that that good in yeah. the MLS. 100%. And a forward. And a forward. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. So, Diego Rossi, be on the lookout. If you can snag one, do your thing because it is totally, totally worth it. But again, don't discredit. It like drops by another five times, like you did on me. This, this, it's fine. Chris, it's fine. what other game did you watch before we dive in? So, steamroll the Atlas. I was like, you know what? I haven't watched any of Nashi's team in a while. I haven't watched any of Jorge's team in a while. Let's see how this goes. And I watched a, a, a poor half of soccer, to be fair. Poor uh, half? What are you talking it about? Was, I did watch the first half. It wasn't where all the goals were. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I was not impressed by either team. Now, Orlando was on the road, and they did get three points. So, shout out to them. And Chicago's been kind of good recently, although I'm still not a believer. Um, but, yeah, I, I wasn't really super thrilled with anything that happened, if that makes sense. You shouldn't be. It was it was gross. At halftime, I was fuming. I was upset. I was not happy. It was a very, very ugly game. We should have been down. Chicago Fire had a few goals called back by VAR. Literally one was like that FIFA goal where you're like 2-1-0 against the goalkeeper and you just slide it to the other guy because you want the goal to go on, on that guy. 
uh, and he was like a, a quarter of a step offside, like an idiot. Uh, yeah, that should have a hundred percent been one. I think he finishes that nine times out of ten if he just takes it himself. Yeah, uh, it's one of those yeah, things where, like, even if it didn't get called off, I would have been like, "Good, we deserve to get scored." It was it was so poor, and and I and I said it right before. I think I even tweeted it out. You could see the run coming. Yeah, well, well even even before when they posted the lineup, Antonio Carlos, I guess, took a knock in training, so he was out. Yeah. And then they benched Kyle Smith for Dagger Dan Thor Hallison, our Icelandic player that we just picked up, which is okay because Mikey Halliday is working his way back from injury finally. So they threw him out there on the same side. And the first thing that I said is that is a choice because those two, <laughs> Schlegel is unpredictable. Dagger Dan is more like a wingback, not really defensive minded. So I was like, great, here we go. And what happened on that goal? Schlegel got caught out. Dagger Dan was out of position, nowhere in sight. And it was just, straight on goal and i was like the worst oh, part for no. me they're like two on nothing with the goalkeeper and <laughs> the defender just like stops running he's just like nah i'm good like you, you guys you guys go ahead i'm not gonna catch you it's it's fine they're it's like so in the box he's like a half a step away and he doesn't like try to challenge or anything he just like pulls up i'm like if i if someone did that on my team they'd never see the field again ever yeah like crazy and it, it, it's it, it sucks because Orlando City cannot put together a full ninety minutes. Like you either get the first half or the second half, but you never get both. And you could say, yeah, they're on the road. Let's hold out for the first half, just try to get by, and then we'll come out firing in the second. And I guess that's kind of what happened. But Chicago had to come out and score a goal in like the first two minutes of the second half, and it's like, oh great, here we go. And they managed to crawl their way back. It wasn't pretty. Uh, wasn't necessarily off the run of play. It was off set pieces and penalties and stuff like that. So it is a little questionable, but they did get it done. And Chicago is incredible in transition and on the counter. If they can get out into space, holy smokes, be careful. Gutierrez, yeah. awesome. Shakiri, he's a little bitch. And I'm not impressed with Shakiri either, actually. He's I, don't like, think he's, I don't think he's really that good. I'm trying to think who he reminds me of. And he's worse than Nani, but dude, he is such a crybaby on the pitch. Every little thing. He's like, hey, give me a car. He's like, oh, what are they doing? He's like, oh, where's the call? It's like, dude, cry harder. And then Schlegel busted him open. But without the talent. (laughs) Even though Schlegel busted him open, but, you know, we won't talk about that. Yeah, he was literally bleeding. (laughs) Schlegel's like, like, what? I didn't touch touch you, man. What do you want? (laughs) I'm bleeding, you know? (laughs) I don't know what you, what you talking about. <laughs> Look, man, as as the defensive liability as Schlegel is, I love having him on the pitch because he did it in the Champions League against Tigres where he almost got Gignac a red card. Like, when you need him most, he's going to be right there to just get in the head of the other team, and he's just always there when you need him most. But uh, great win for Orlando on the road. Uh, good result. We needed it up to fourth in the standings by a little bit. It's a little tight up there. but uh, It is tight. But we roll. You love to see it. And uh, you could be down in seventh if you lose one game. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you could also be up in second if you win one game. But we have St. Louis next week. So uh, that'll be a fun matchup. That'll be a good game. We'll see if we can expose yeah. them and not pass them the ball at the, in the back for a free goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, why don't we just go there now with St. Louis and Austin, Yo. who Austin. Is bad. You got enough Orlando players there? No, I don't. I do not at all. 
awesome. his like whole screen is filled with just one game. It's just the oh, Orlando yeah. Chicago. All game. my Orlando players. It's all the way across. <laughs> it's incredible. I have them all. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I have every Orlando City player that is on the platform. Everybody on the roster. There's no Chicago guys even in there. It's just Orlando. Uh, do I own any? No, I have a their midfielder Jimenez. Gaston Jimenez, who yeah. was kind of good last year before he got hurt, and he's 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 okay now. But Chicago's you know questionable less. But St. Louis and Austin, six to nine goals in this game. Is St. Louis that wow. good, or is Austin that bad? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, no, I don't know. I didn't watch, and to be fair, I haven't watched either of these teams literally all year long. I watched like the first St. Louis game and that was it. Uh, I was never on the Austin bandwagon. They're, they're minus three in goal differential now, by the way. They're still in a playoff spot, but they're two points ahead of Dallas. Minnesota's on fire. Like, I don't know. They'll probably sneak into the playoffs just because like the four teams at the bottom are probably not catching them. But man, I don't, I don't think they do are going to do much in the playoffs. And they'll probably be in that playing game. And this is a St. Louis team without their main man Klaus in the midfield. It's wild. And what what is it about teams that just gift St. Louis goals? I don't know, like, dude. I and and I know other people have pointed it out too. I think Trippin's always pointing it out in the Discord that it's like, how many times now has a defender or the goalkeeper just passed the ball straight to St. Louis for an easy goal? It's happened like at least five times now. They've scored 49 goals. I'm pretty sure 47 of them have been the defender's fault. <laughs> like, there's like two like real good goals. Outside of that, it's just like, what are we doing? No, it, it, it literally is. And it blows my mind. And something I want to ask you here. Nicholas Giacchini, who Orlando City let go, which is now looking Old a little questionable, con. started off hot kind of disappeared but came back which pisses me off because during the lease cup break i was looking at him and thought about taking a stab on giaokini and i didn't and of course he comes back and scores two goals immediately is this a guy that you would look into like purchasing for that price scroll to that price show the people what the price is hell no no that is way too expensive for a dude that's going to produce what he's produced this year and that's if he can produce from the beginning of the year right like no chance no chance that you're being like you're paying like pretty decently solid money like you can get a really good player for that price there's no chance that you're getting the production back on gq no chance like obviously like price pending like i'm not saying go out and buy him right now at this price but is is this someone who is finding his way on a new team an expansion team clearly he can play yeah. If you could get him, even even prepping for next season, is this like a guy that like I didn't I just didn't know if you had any opinion on Joe Keeney at all because I liked what I saw in Orlando, but it didn't get enough time. They just didn't give him the opportunity, and then yeah, he just showed up in St. Louis. He's like, hey, look, I can score goals, and dude, the goals that he score are fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, on the field, no one. I don't think anyone's gonna question the talent. Just his style of play is not conducive to sober. Okay. all right. I just don't. I I don't recommend guys like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like Holland is like the best at this, right? Like he's goal or or nothing, right? And guys like that can be useful in a capped mode, but 
I would not recommend them for any other lineups because they're just way too risky and they will destroy your lineup nine times out of ten. Uh, and the only time they don't destroy your lineup is if Brad Stuver passes them the ball and says, here, take a shot. And then they do. Lovely. Brad lovely Stuver zero. throwing up the zero. Yikes. Yikes. Five as a decisive. And then you got a minus six all around. Minus My 18 points. Four saves, too. <laughs> wow 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 brad stuver austin is there so i think it's safe to say and it's weird because what austin just got rid of uh what's his fagundes was it fagundes yeah Yeah. what's uh what's the story for austin here like are they just gonna get by they're in a good spot they could hold on to a playoff are they just kind of getting by and looking towards next year you think that's the austin plan at this point I think they were very bad their first year. Got Drew UC in July. Were a little bit better. Last year, they way overperformed. This year is, is back to like kind of what they should be, if not maybe a little higher. Like they, they should maybe be like five, six, seven in the Western Conference. Right. But not really any higher than that. Um, so I think they're underperforming a little. But I also think last year was, like, ridiculous. Like, Facundes is not anywhere near that good. Uh, he had a crazy year, as did a few other people. Uh, and Driussi can carry the team. But when you have guys like this, like Hani Mukhtar in Nashville, right? I have those, like, just a few games he just doesn't carry, and you just lose, you know? Like, you, you're going to draw points because they just don't have anybody. They don't have this plan B. Which you is know, like, it's like a pitcher baseball. Yeah, it's like a pitcher in baseball with like a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Like, great, you're going to get guys out. But you're also not going to get everybody out because some people are just going to sit dead red. And if you have no other pitch, like if you have nothing, no changeup, no curveball, nothing, then eventually people will find hits here and there, unless you're Mariano Rivera, <laughs> which that's different. Um, but you get my point. Like, no, I, you need I get a plan. It, I get it. You need something to, to turn to when that breaks down. Um. So yeah, I I think that's kind of where they should should be. No, I agree. It it's it almost feels like they kind of shipped it, and we're like, look, this clearly isn't it, and they're just gonna get by. They they went a little heater a little bit, got themselves in good position. Which granted, the West is all over the place anyway. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of their saving grace, and I think it's a maybe a little bit of a rebuild mode and uh, looking forward to next year and hoping for the best and get Driussi some help, please. Because Matt Hedges came from Toronto and said, hey, look, I brought this useless defense. Score six goals on us, please. He was great in Dallas. <laughs> um, can we just point out, LAFC is currently on 37 points. Dallas is currently on 30. They're only seven points apart. Right. And from second to 10th, they're seven points apart. That's crazy. It's anybody's. It, it's anybody's it's game. Wild. Well, isn't isn't the East up at the top like super like congested too? It is, but there's like a there's a pretty good gap between the top teams and like their next tier. Like, uh, since he's at fifty one, New England's at forty three, Philly's on forty, which is where the pile starts. Right. Orlando's on forty, Columbus on thirty nine, Nashville's at thirty eight, Atlanta's at thirty eight, and then there's a six point gap to Montreal. 
and Chicago at 32, and then DC and 10th is at 30. So it's it's a much bigger like gap between like seventh and eighth, whereas in the West, it's like a one point gap in like pretty much every spot. We are in that perfect time of the MLS where I think the playoffs start now. Like right now is the push Florida. from now to the yeah. end. Like you are pushing for your spot, which and we'll probably dive into this a little bit later towards the playoffs. But the entire playoff structure has changed and it's best of three. Yeah. And I think that dynamic except in, the first game, right? No. So they're all best of three. The, isn't the eight, nine, the eight versus nine game. Isn't that is there like a, is there a wild card now? Like a plan now? There's, well, nine teams make the playoffs. Okay. Or, well, first place would get the bye, though, wouldn't they? So, normally, I, and I don't, I honestly haven't even looked oh, into how they it, set it up. See, that, that's okay. But normally, <laughs> normally, if you have nine teams make a playoff, you have eight play nine as like a play in game. Right. And then you would have the winner of that play one, and then two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five, and you just go like a normal knockout from there. Okay. Um, that would make sense. So like eight and nine would be the only teams that would have to play the play in game. Interesting. Like I said. So I I think that's how they do it. We'll dive into that later, but it'll be interesting because I was thinking about that. So the top the top places, if it does go to the third game, they have the home field advantage. And if you have two home games against one, the advantage is there, as we all know in the MLS. Yeah. That home games 100%. carry so much weight. That'll be very, very interesting. So it's very tight in the standings. And I think every team wants to get that extra home game. If it, cause think about it, if it's best of three, yeah. each team gets a home game. Like how many of these series Which are going to cool. go? Well, yeah. How many of these games are going to go all three games because of that? It's so probably all that, of them, which is awesome in a way. But those, those, ho- those top spots are going to be, I think people are like displaying like, Oh, everybody makes the playoffs. But I think those top spots are a lot more valuable than people are giving them right now. Oh yeah, and uh, it's gonna be very spicy. And uh, speaking of someone, and they so wait before we move on, I just pulled it up, so I'm gonna read yes all of the all of the things. Okay, uh, okay. so wild card it? matches. Uh, yeah, I can I can throw it up on the screen here. Yeah, because uh, we're on YouTube now. Hello, if you listen to the podcast, check us out on YouTube. This should be fun. So, wild card matches are the eight versus nine, right? That's the wild card. That's down here. Oh, so there is wild card. Um, so they're going to play, I think it's a one-off from what I can see. And then the best of threes um, are from like one through seven plus the winner of the mm, wild card. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So. Oh, wait. So the wild card is two games. Oh, snap. Two single elimination matches hosted by the higher seed. So the eight seed hosts. If the score is tied at the end of the regulation, no extra time will be played. Teams will participate in kicks from the penalty spots to determine the winner. Straight to pens. Straight to pens. We love that. Uh, The winner of each wild card will advance to the round one best of three series to face the number one seed. Best of three series. Every round one game will have a winner. There's no ties. There's no aggregate score. It doesn't matter if you win 7 nothing in game one. You still got to go play game two. It's just like other American sports. Um, it's a home and home, a home away home format. So it's higher seed host, then the lower seed host, then the higher seed host again. Um, Huge. And again, 
no extra time. We just go straight to freaking PKs. Yes! Which is wild. Uh, and then, like I said, one plays the winner of 8-9, 2 versus 7, 3 versus 6, 4 versus 5. Conference semis, single elimination match hosted by the higher seed. Um, if it's tied at the end, we go to two, we go to extra time. Dang and it. then we go to, to PKs. Boo. So it's, it's basically normal knockout from there for, for conference semifinal. And then conference final is, again, normal knockout just like extra time and then PKs. And then the MLS Cup final is normal time, extra time, penalties. Love it. Boo. So really, it's just round one. That's like insane. This is going to be a fun. I don't know. Is is this over a weekend? Uh, It's probably throughout the week, right? Like weekend, midweek. Oh, snap. Yeah. 28th to the 12th. So it's probably like a Friday, Wednesday, Sunday, maybe. Right? No, I think it's I think it's like two weeks. But I'm pulling on my calendar. You guys can't see it, but I am pulling it. <laughs> uh so the 28th, so is a Saturday. Right. And then the 12th is two Sundays later. Oh wow. So yeah. it's gonna be like Saturday game, Saturday game, Saturday game. Or like Sunday game, Sunday game, Sunday game. Interesting. So it's going to be like three weeks just playing the same team. That's, this is going to be... That's wild. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. That's going to be, it's going to be wild. Oh, MLS making things ridiculous. Making things Honestly, weird. I kind of feel like this is the hardest part to get through. Like you're going to be the same team twice. And then you get a buy. Oh, man, that's crazy. It'll be... They have to know what they're doing. Don Garber knows what he's doing, right? We trust Don Garber. He brought Messi to the league. We trust him. We love him. We love Donnie G. Get yourself some Garber bucks and go nuts. There you go. That's what we're talking about. Well, actually, uh, that's another episode we're going to do in the future. Uh, we're going to dive into the Gam Tam. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, league. I know salad. all about it. You know all about I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you everything yes. you want to know. I also have a good friend here in Orlando who is also a nerd into that. And I was thinking about inviting him on and like just letting you guys nerd out and just like me on the yeah. sideline learning because <laughs> I'm just I'm going to add no value Yo. to that conversation. <laughs> So like I know I know more than probably like ninety nine point eight percent of people, and I probably know like fifty percent of the actual rules. I know it's great. <laughs> like, uh, no one actually knows all the rules. It's just like oh, I thought it was this. Oh, I thought it was this. Um, but like no one knows. I like to I like to think wow. of it as a make a make up the rules as you go kind of vibe that the kind of. MLS has. We kind of yeah, you know. It's not. I don't. I, I don't know. It's not make up the rules as you go. There's just a lot of flexibility within the rules. Like you can you can do a lot of things, and I don't think enough teams take advantage of all the different things they can do. Now they are. That makes sense, especially because you see everybody well, using the under twenty three, the under twenty three initiative, the young under twenty three is huge. Like they, yeah. like I feel like now more teams are like, oh wait, this is something that we can do, and like they are just like going for it. Instead of three good players, you get six good players. I know. Like why? Wow, great. Like why would you that. not? Because they because yeah. they don't know the rules either. No, they don't. Literally, Literally I I will working in soccer. I will guarantee you that at least eighty percent of the execs that run the salary cap have no idea what the salary no. cap rules are. No, because they're all there's like interpretation. two or three nerds that really know what they're doing. Probably St. Louis is one of them. Yeah, um, clearly. But but yeah, like I guarantee you, those guys have no idea. Well, I'll give you a team that thinks they have an idea. They don't always have an idea. But they got some good ends right now, and they're probably going to shuffle it again 
because one of them has asked for a trade, I think. I don't know if the rumors were true or not, but we're going to talk about two of these teams, Atlanta United and the Seattle Sounders. I brought it up last week. You pushed back on it. I think Seattle's cooked. And Atlanta all of a sudden decided to be good on defense again. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Did Atlanta figure their defense out or is Seattle just that bad? At at Seattle too. At Seattle. Late night, MLS after dark, doesn't matter. No. Who cares? No. Atlanta's just gonna come with it. Uh who's on clean know. sheet? What? I had him on my bench. <sighs> Bruh. I didn't even blame him. Like you look at the names on that sheet, Lennon, Robinson, Abraham, Wiley. Three of those four, I don't know anything about Abraham. Three of those four are really good defenders. Right. They they should be very good. Now they've not had a midfield in forever. Um but man, like they I I, I like this is how Atlanta should be. Atlanta should be like Atlanta should be able to just beat everybody. Yep. And they just don't. Um that being said, what? What Seattle is old? I don't. I don't know. Old. Dude. You start Rui Diaz. You start Ladero. You have everybody. Like this is probably like about as strong as they want to be, right? Like this is yeah. probably well. Christian Roldan isn't in there, and he right. is a big part of what that they do. I will say that. But man, like you can't just be missing Christian Roldan and be this bad. You know, no, and and if you look, like Seattle missed some really good chances. It wasn't just like, oh, it wasn't their night. Like they had chances, they made chance. They just didn't convert them for whatever reason. And granted, Yakamakis, you know, had a really good game, which he's really washy. He's been dealing with injuries. Uh, that's another guy who I've been thinking about. Obviously, I don't really follow Atlanta too much for uh, for reasons I think we all know. But uh, what do you think about Yakamakis here, who also has seen kind of a dip? who also seen kind of a dip in form. Uh, is this a guy who you might look at maybe even for next year, which I know there are a little bit of rumors. Obviously, Tiago Amada is probably out in the winter. Uh, yep. Do they build around Yakamakis then? Does that open the door for them to bring in pieces to put around Yakamakis and really unleash him? Because Yakamakis was like an addition to what this team already kind right. of was that was in rebuild mode. But now... Tiago Mata out of the picture, focus on Yakamakis, which is clearly your guy after that, and then just really, really go for it. What do you, what do you think? You say pieces. Right. If you get rid of Almada, you get one piece. Right. Remember, because this is the MLS right. and salary cap rules. Um Yeah. I again, this is the same as Giacchini. I know. I, d- I don't see it. But there's no options. There's no options three, in the MLS. They're all like point, this. <laughs> I know they're all like this. Um, that's why you got to just get, you know, you got to suck it up and you got to <laughs> buy Messi. You know, like is, this this game ain't that hard. No! Just suck it up and buy Messi. Like you have no choice. Uh, no, there's there's some forwards that are actually like pretty decent AA-wise. But dude, like guys like this are just like terrifying. Mm. One, he gets hurt. Two, he subs like three quarters of the time. Uh, three, if he doesn't score, he's putting up a thirty. Um, and he plays on turf. Like again, maybe maybe a cap mode, but like this is a lot to pay at the limited level or the rare level 
for a guy that you're only can really use in cap mode and only really when he's not in form. Like you can't even use him when he's scoring because his, his cap ceiling is going to go up to what he's scoring. And then, you know, you don't have no upside. You just have downside. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand how he's that expensive. Giacomacus? Yes. Oh, he's just one he's just one of those guys that came into the league. He was hot. He came from what is it, Celtic? Shout out Quinny. Uh it's one of those things where he came in hot. He was supposed to be this guy. He has Tiago Amada like under him. Like, why wouldn't he just bang in, you know, hundred goals a game? And And he's not been bad, no, to be he's fair. Been bad. He's just injured and like, out of the rotation and in some weird and not a ups sober and downs. player. Yeah. But again, again, the, the forward pool is just so give, so hard. Give me Jesus Ferreira. Oh, Jesus Ferreira, you say? I get. I mean, he is like slightly more expensive, but he's not that much more expensive, and he is significantly better. Right. Yeah. Like he's thousands of times better for actual soap. Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 been I mean, he's been a darling forever. But is he going to be here though? Is Jesus Ferrer going to be here? Because now well, there's the rumors that he's going to leave. That's your risk. And then at that that's point, is and he going to pull he a Pepe? Leave. He will leave. Yeah. And, and that's 100% the risk. But if Giamagas continues to score goals, he's going to leave too. He just got here, though. You think he uh, just comes and... So did Almada. <laughs> yeah, but Yakamata like didn't just win he's the World one Cup. Year, he's one year ahead of Almada as far as being here. Yeah, and Almada has a World Cup already. True, like, but he didn't play. Like, what is ago. what is Almada? The thing is, like, Yakamakis came from Europe. Yeah, he still has maybe a lot to prove for himself in the league. Like, what does Almada have to prove in MLS? Like, there is nothing. Like, yeah, if he wins no. MLS Cup, cool. But like, that does not mean anything for a wonder kid for Argentina who just won a World Cup. Like at this point, like he needs to go to Europe. Like, there's really nothing here for him. So I think it's a little bit like, would it be cool to have him here? Hell yeah. So such a fun player to watch, but there's just nothing for him here, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that. Which sucks. Which which is what this league is, right? We're literally a farm league for Europe. We're gonna bring in the South Americans and then we sell them off, and then we're the pipeline, and it's great. Which is great because that's, if that's see the fun part, big brain. Do we get all? We get them all before they're good. See. Big brain, we get them for cheap when they come to the MLS and then they get sold and become yep. wonder kids. But if you were playing in the MLS, you already would have known about them. See? Yep. Alpha in the MLS. So basically, in like a whole league of IXs. Yes. Except not good. But parody, so Other goalkeepers that, can't keep clean sheets. Speaking of goalkeepers, 17 and a half million. Wow. Whoa. Can we crazy? Can we talk about not even just the price tag, but they are two for two right now with goalkeepers no. and paid nothing. New England. Like, they, uh, they signed, they signed Matt Turner as an undrafted free agent, literally paid him zero right. to get him and then sold him for what? 10 million or whatever. Used like a fifth of that to buy Georgie Petrovich. Who's been incredible. And I think he's a great oh, goalkeeper. Best goalkeeper in MLS. Flip him for eight X. Like, Dude, they're playing so rare in real life. <laughs> like they're they're living the dream up there in New England. Buy low, sell high, baby. That's all it Buy is. Buy low, sell high. Buy can't beat the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in the U.S. Open Cup, Ooh. but they're living the dream otherwise. So does that mean That's y'all fine. could be y'all could beat uh, Chelsea? Well, we could score on Chelsea, uh-huh, except that he wasn't playing that game. Uh, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We don't know that we can score on Chelsea. 
So that opens up the conversation. Where who's the goalkeeper for New England now? Are they gonna buy another guy? Are they gonna rely on Earl Edwards? Not Earl Edwards. <laughs> Pittsburgh proved that. It's not Earl Edwards. <laughs> so I hope at least. And I don't have the tweet pulled up because I'm terrible at this, but I did see on the tweeters slash X slash whatever you want to call it that Tom Bogart came out and said that they were already in the market for one and they already had plans because the window is kind of closed. I think they could only get within the league and or USL. So Chris, who could it be? Who's a, who's a goalkeeper floating around the MLS that, that, uh, or USL (laughs) or USL that could, uh, we have a pretty good goalkeeper. Uh, are you going to get, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be fun though. It, speculation season is real right now. Uh, it's yeah. you're playing you're you're playing goalkeeper roulette right now with who's going to be the guy in New England. You're 100 percent playing roulette. Yeah. And it's do you, I mean is the plan to just go oh. buy some backup keepers? Is it maybe Polescam? Maybe uh, I don't know who who Polescam else who else is flo- who else is floating around as a backup that's unused right now? Jimmy Mauer's out there. Oh, Jimmy Mauer. Throwback from two years ago when I had so many of those mm. guns. See? It's it didn't start. It's gonna be pretty pretty interesting. Stephen Cleveland. Um I mean Maxi Kirpo's a free agent at the Ooh. end of the year. Oh crazy. They rent him. Does LAFC go, oh we're good with McCarthy? That's been the question. You know? uh, trust me, I sold McCarthy at the beginning of the season thinking Crepo would come in and guess what? He's still starting. I would really not be happy if they traded him to New England. Because I have Long and Mario, and I've been just waiting for months oh, to get no. this to get this stack going. And if he doesn't ever get back, I'm gonna cry. It it it, it do be like that. It do be like that. But it'll... I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up MLS goalkeepers so I can just like throw some names out there and just like reminisce about guys <laughs> that should have been playing that aren't. Um, that aren't sad about my life. Okay, guys that I've owned that no longer play. <laughs> it's gonna be a long time. How much time we got? It's gonna be a long one. Oof. Not oh, too man. much. But while you look that up, I'm gonna go ahead and move us along real quick because we need to talk about the greatest team in the big old state of Texas, the Houston Tyler Dynamo. Miller. Who put Tyler Miller? Well, mm-hmm. just saying. No, Houston Dynamo uh, put up five. Yeah, on the Ben Olsen, the Fighting Ben Olsons, the Fighting Ben. Olsons. I don't know that they've ever scored five goals under Ben Olsen. Ever. Well, when you have Corey Baird as your starting number nine, oh, anything yeah. is possible, brother. Anything's possible, baby. <laughs> what a game for the Houston Dynamo, who continue to be dominant at home. You cannot beat this team at home. So good at home that Karaskia had the audacity to backheel the most incredible ball in for a goal that just leaves you going, what? And you're watching the Houston Dynamo? They don't They don't even need to pass it forward. They back heel, and it's a goal. It's that easy for the Houston yeah. Dynamo. They're that good. Crazy. Portland Timbers, I've said it all year. I've said it before the season. I've they said suck. it now. Nothing about this team excites me. They can't get it done on the field. It's time to blow it up in Portland. You think so? Yeah. It's just it's time to just go, you know what? It didn't work. Get rid of everybody. 
start over. Like Brian Acosta, really? Yeah. Come on. FC Dallas failure, Colorado Rapids failure. Let's bring him to Portland and see if he's good. Um, I do own a bunch of Brian Acosta cards as a disclaimer, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Look, Portland is in shambles. Houston's good at home. I don't know. It was just one of those games. Again, I, I got to think some of these games are just like, hey, we've been off for a little bit. We're a little rusty. We're a little laggy. We didn't want to get out of bed this morning. Uh, look, I get it. The Portland Timbers aren't that great, but 5-0 from the Houston Dynamo. Come on, man. Like, come on, brother. Like, you, you can't you can't yeah, be letting Houston do that to you. Bad. Which, granted, uh, Steve Clark continues to prove that he's, like, the best goalkeeper in the MLS. Cause he's been very good, to be fair. I just, and all goalkeepers under Ben Olsen are very good. And it sucks because he's so old that I don't, like, want to go out and buy him. But I'm like, look, I'm missing out on all these great Damn. scores. Like ah, yeah, you can't. It's just, it's just. If you like already you have buy him, him, and he probably retires at the end of the year, and you've got ten games, like great. If you have him, you can't keep playing. Can't buy him. him. But what I, what I, if you have him, you should have sold him already. Yeah, yeah I mean that too. Realistic, you know, one hundred percent. That's why we have you here to keep us on our toes. Also, so where I would like a bossy card, please, because he just continues to take pens, oh, put the goal in the back of the net. Good. The fact that he does that not have a card good. yet, awful, awful, awful. What are you doing to us? so rare but so can we go back to goalkeepers real quick yes yes let's go back joe willis oh the joe joseph, willis conversation joseph willis i love this would conversation be incredible i love uh, this conversation alec khan would be incredible Ooh. i'd love that you were big on him weren't Jimmy you mauer i'm i'm still big on him i'm just also big on celentano they both play for the same team so two birds right there um Jimmy Maurer okay. would be a lot of fun. Marco Illich could potentially work okay. in Portland. Um, Matt Freeze, sort of. Mm, maybe. I, he's fighting for a spot already, kind of? I mean, he's been... I, I feel like they only played him as a here's-a-game kid. Like... Barraza's got that job. I guess. You know? But, I, I mean, I wouldn't say Barraza's, like, a lock either so i was like eh. that one yeah. that was interesting uh pulse camp would be fun although pulse camps played three games recently but mcintosh also proved that he was trusted early on in the season too and got some minutes so either one of them could uh move on i don't know that i would really want mcintosh to be fair i you know i didn't think he was that bad i actually kind of liked him yeah he was okay i wasn't i wasn't that impressed it, it wasn't the worst about- backup keepers i will say that Stefan Cleveland. That would be spicy. I don't think he leaves because no. I think Stefan Fry is donezo. Especially, especially with the injuries that he's dealt with this year, which is like yeah. two now. It's mm, getting old. You're starting to get injured. Again, we've been talking about Seattle where it's like, mm, maybe you just let all these guys go and kind of get some fresh, nice young legs that don't creak with every step. You know, one of those things where like, it's it's time. I think it's time. I got one more. Okay, one more. And it's a banger. <laughs> Give it to me. Thomas Hassall. Ooh, who is that guy? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Mate. Give me some Thomas Hassall in my life. Or uh, what's the guy in uh, Montreal, too? It was Hassall and... Uh... Pantemis? Yes, Pantemis, who got hurt at the beginning of the year, just never got his job back. So Raw has been... just He's just held that job yep. forever. So, there, there you go. 
Good luck with your goalkeeper roulette. There yeah. are options in the league. Buy them all. Somebody will get New England until they trade for Bill Hamid from Memphis. Yikes. Hey, That'd be USL. spicy. I'd love hey, to see that. It's possible. I, I love me some Bill Hamid, and I was kind of surprised that he came to USL. He also did not play against us, which I was kind of mad at. I wanted to watch him play. Oh, boo-hoo. But we beat them, so that I bet showed. you did. But we are an hour. We're getting there. I'm going to run through these last MLS games. If you see anything that you like, stop me. Because we also got to talk about our private league and the updates on the standings. So the Podiums. first week is through, and there are some spicy results, some pain, some suffering, some smiley faces. But real quick, so we just get this MLS thing out of the way because we just, there's just too much to talk about. Blast Not, through all of blast them. Blast through all of them. So Vancouver Whitecaps could not get it. Done against the San Jose Earthquakes. Vancouver, yeah. defensively, a lot of questions. They've been struggling for a little bit now. San Jose, another lucky little goal. They didn't really have much either, but they just couldn't get it done. Sucks for Vancouver. Their next like seven games are on the road or something like that. Very dangerous for them. This was Tough. their one chance to do it, and they did not. Welcome Richie Larea. Keep an eye on him. Moving on, Toronto is still very bad. Even though Mont yeah. Montreal was up 3-0 at one point, Toronto got some back. Woo. Bernadeschi is back. Are you taking a gamble on Bernadeschi right now? Is he about to have a resurgence? Potentially. Like I could I could see that. Okay. Well, you know? What's his price at? Oh, he's his cheap. Price is much cheaper than the <laughs> he other two. is cheap. And he will get AA. He he will. He is cheap. Eh, well, eh, those he scores doesn't do kinda... as, I, as much AA as I thought. <laughs> those scores are um, a little lackluster. But he's the same as the uh, other two, so why not there, Why not get the cheaper Yeah, guy? there's like some sort of spikes. AA, yeah. A little questionable, but Bernardeski is fun to That's watch. That's also not all in MLS. You should look at only the MLS stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess. Some of that Italian stuff is like, okay, that's hard. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. You know? It's go. very similar to the other. So, 11 AA, 7 AA, yeah. But Bernardeski is fun to rather watch. have... Much rather have him yeah. than the other two. Well, he's way cheaper than the other two. Uh, I guess right. nobody believes in him, but hey, Toronto doesn't have to be good. Bernadeschi just has to be out there running and completing passes and doing fancy stuff. That's it. It's okay. Michael Bradley's back, so they're saved. Moving on, New York City and Minnesota. He's just like, no, I will not talk about Michael Bradley. We're not entertaining that conversation right now. That's what their coach said. Michael Bradley's back. We're saved. Like... Come on. Who, 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 who do that? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I've been enough of a distraction. Minnesota United and New York City FC, NYCFC, you ain't got no history except for a small little banner in your stadium. Continue to not find the back of the I net. I can't even see it. Minnesota, they had a blip, but they came back. They won the St. Clair with a clean sheet. Finally, in a week where I put him in a deadline because I didn't think he could. Halongwane went out injured in the 39th minute. Yeah. That's Very cool. sad. Must watch on that. He's been so good this season. And Timo Puki. Timo Puki. Love that guy. Dude, so active on Puki the field. Mania a few years ago was fun. Oh my God. I remember that when he went on like insane run. Yes. Yeah, for Norwich. Yes. In the Prem. Crazy. Yeah, Puki is good. And it's upsetting that it doesn't show up on So Rare because he is such an impact on the field. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Traditional just, MLS forward. Yeah, there you go. But just terrible really on So up. Rare. One thing right on that I did notice on this that I wanted to point out is that quietly 
quietly, quietly, Ishmael Tajiri Shradi is back no, no, in no. the MLS. Don't say that. <laughs> he's not back. How long before he's, he gets hurt he's again? Not. How long before he gets hurt again? Uh, he's probably already hurt. He got, We're probably recording this. He played, he's come probably on. He already he played like, nine minutes and he got an assist, bro. He's the greatest he's MLS player. He's probably ever. already bumped into his couch or something. Like, he's probably already hurt. <laughs> he, he did okay for LA. This was LAFC, right? Maybe. Yeah. I can't believe he actually like played some for LAFC. And then he Incredible. went to New England, didn't play. Ishmael Tajiri Shradi. He was in Charlotte and then got traded to New England, right? Was he in Charlotte? Charlotte picked him as their as expansion oh, pick. Oh, that's and then right. traded him or something. Yeah. Dude's been everywhere. He has. He was at NYC before. He's in. Oh, my God. That's right. He was at NYC before he went to LAFC. Yeah. Well, he gets a move. He, he plays. actually played some at, at NYCFC. The, the th- he's another one of those guys, right? Where he, he doesn't get his chances, but when he does, bangers. Only bangers. This guy only scores bangers for like no reason whatsoever. But I just wanted no, to point no. out. Don't trust him. I figured you would say Can we that. talk about Talos Magno and like he's just gone. Who? He's like fallen Who? off the face of the earth. Talos Magno. He didn't even start. He's somehow on the bench. He's been on the bench for them for like weeks. It's incredible. Yeah. Sub, sub, sub. Started, did nothing. Sub like started did what? nothing. Started did nothing. Sub. Do you th- okay? How- I, I don't. I don't get this one. Like he's like Brenner. He should have been so good. I mean, yeah, and Bre- I mean Brenner went on his little runs or whatever, but it wasn't anything. Uh... Yeah, I mean, are they still playing him as a nine? Maybe. Uh... No. Yeah, bro. Tyus Magno is. Man, I don't is think dead. Santi Rodriguez is the nine. They don't have a nine. That's the problem. They really, he needs to play left wing. He needs to move. Yeah. He needs to not be in New York. Like, go to Kansas City or something and just like don't be in New York City and he'll be like the best player you've ever seen. That's such a. He's, he's not staying in the league. It's wild. He's going to Brenner. Because you, you see him, you see the runs that he makes. He gets in behind so easily. He runs off the shoulder yeah. defender so clean. But it's just, I. I don't know. It it's so weird because the skill's there, but he just yeah. I don't. He just can't. He doesn't miss his sitters. Like New York, he, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a small pitch, the fake pitch. Maybe it's the baseball field. <laughs> he, I don't. Know. He just can't take playing in a baseball he's field not, seriously. He's that not he a just, New York guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. NYCFC again. They're just one of those teams that. I mean, they got Maxi Morales back. Whatever, blue. I guess <laughs> NYC was like, wait. We just need to get the cup team back and we'll be fine. They should have they, they, they saw Messi and, and Busquets and everybody go to Miami and they were like, wait, you can bring back players from old teams and put them all back together again? <laughs> like, wait, is this a thing? They were like, yeah. Oh. Yikes. Oh, they got Messi back? Oh, we got Maxi Morales. <laughs> MLS 2.0, baby. Argentine. Let's go. Better Argentine. Whoa, 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 that's Minnesota. That is That is Minnesota. That's true, too. And they played each other. The battle of the two best Argentines in MLS. And once again, we were proven. We were proven that Reynoso was the number one Argentine in this league. Yep. No No doubt. No argument from me. No doubt. The other one didn't even play this weekend. (laughs) In MLS. He just won a stupid trophy. But here we are near the end. Chris, the so rare in the States private league. The MLS is back competition. The run 
to the playoffs is here. Week one is in the bag. Chris, yeah. there is something I want to show you. Look at that. Look at that. Chris, the MLS card guy. Someone's on the podium. On the podium. Third place. And it's not going to change either. Oh. I was talking a lot of smack on Twitter, especially at Hoodwink. Is Hoodwink in this thing? Uh, yes, he's look. right here. Seventh. He's right behind you. Oh, he's, well, then we're definitely good. Here. If he's in seventh, I'm like, I'm fine. He is 24 points behind he's going to drop. He is he's going to drop like a rock. You know that already. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're all good here. I will... Only one of us needs to finish on the podium for no one to get anything. And uh, don't worry. I got you. It's okay. I got you, bro. I... You, you had some issues with the hurricane, which is cool. I want to say I looked through a couple of these lineups. There's 77 of you. So for all of those that are in here, make sure to follow the show because we're going to be giving you updates all the time. But there is a lot of us who fell victim to Hurricane Hillary and took some DMPs. But... We are down, but not out because we have Messi. The top 10. Do you, Chris, I know you're talking a lot of smack, but realistically, how hard do you think it is going to keep your top spot? Like right now, how hard do you think this competition is going to be? Because you have to be consistent to win this thing. You got to be consistent. You do have to be consistent. Yeah. You do have to be consistent. I feel like I've got a, like, I feel like I've got a really good team. Okay. That's going to have some. Like I can play some matchups sometimes, um, so I don't know. I just I I feel like I feel like we're in good shape. We're ahead of Hoodwing, which is the main goal. Uh, we're gonna finish top three so that nobody gets any prizes because okay. I want to be the I want to be the Grinch man. <laughs> like I I don't want to give anything up. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling to a top three finish, and we're gonna be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. We'll just wait. We'll see. But a little alpha before we make the official post, I will say right here, if you made it this far into the episode, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. But I will announce to you right now, thanks to the generosity from Zardes Fan Club himself, who is going to be donating a Zardes card to the prize pool. I will be throwing in a Facundo Torres card into the prize pool. And, of course, it wouldn't be a Silver in the States show with Chris the MLS card guy if there was not and Aaron Long up there in the prize pool as well. That's the most valuable. I, I can't not finish in the podium because I must keep that Aaron Long. That's his only goal. He doesn't even want to win this. He that's, just wants to that's not all give Hoodwink away wants. an Aaron Long. That's all Hoodwink wants. That is all Hoodwink wants. If he finishes top three, I'm never going to hear the end of it. But those are some rewards. We're working on getting some more. But it should be a good time. If you'd like to donate, Please call the number on your screen. Yes, right down below where I'm not going to edit. Ooh, right there, right there. There's, there's just, no numbers that's, on that's, the screen. No, that's just Chris. Hello, Chris. He's just pointing at me. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Good luck on the podium. I came in 25th. I dropped down a little bit because it's okay. It's all right. I'll give you it. some. I'll give you some pointers, and we'll get you up to the podium so that even if I stumble a little bit, you'll pick us. It's up. all right because you know who I had on my bench instead of Buanga. I had Bernadeski who scored two goals. Yeah. So y'all would have cool. been in some real trouble. But I, yep. I felt bad. I didn't want to completely sweep the competition. You early, you so. want to fall behind for a more dramatic comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. I, That's what it is. I'm coming in for the late when everyone least expects it. I'm just gonna rise in. Cream rise the cream rises to the top. That's why I'm at the top. Because I'm cream. I'm just all cream. <laughs> no no coffee at all. Just cream. Shout out to the iced coffee that got me zipping. Anyway. Look at that. 
That's a nice That's coffee. Great. Yeah, it was great. Chris, the MLS card guy. What an episode. So much to go over. It was all over the place. Hope you guys followed. Is there anything else you would like to say? Aaron Long for president.